Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. It's the Friday, have fun, get wild, whack-a-mole, lollapalooza, hoopla, yeehaw, showdown, throwdown. Chris making it a whole bunch of fun. We had some NBA storylines, we had some NFL storylines, we had some baseball storylines and the playoff uniform matchups. We had some world storylines. You want to hear who Chris and making thinks should be the next James Bond? Well, you'll find out. Y'all enjoy. Make sure you caught Stanford Steve earlier this morning. And also make sure to tune into the live stream on Sunday. That's Greenlight Tube on YouTube. Probably go live at about the second half of the 1 p.m. games, about 2.30. Hanging out, talking football, enjoying ourselves. Y'all come watch with us. Have a great weekend. See you on Sunday. So we just turned in our Thursday night time machine uh, scores to Cowboy Reed, and uh, he laughed. So, like, we hey, this is one of the hardest games to call yet. It's only week five, but fuck me running. This is the dumbest game. Oh, you're telling me, dude. I've ever picked. Because it's it's two really bad good teams. Yeah, but probably not good anymore. Just you don't now, think? No, you know what? They're they're they're. I don't know what to call these teams. No Javante, right? No Jonathan Taylor. No Jonathan Taylor. No Shaq Leonard on that side. Yep. Who they've adjusted to? I mean, like they've they've played good defense without him this year. Both teams can look terribly incompetent, abhorrent. But even when Indy won, they didn't look that great. They just beat the the Chiefs who. Who spotted him 14 on special teams? Vegas was in charge of that game. So just give me your score. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate my more. I hate it. Broncos 21, Colts 17. Colts 20, Broncos 17. I'm zagging, bro. I'm zagging. I love the zag. I got to put my nuts on the table. I love the zag. Stan Marsh wheelbarrow pick. I love the zag. I love the zag because I'm on the I'm on the spread and the total pretty much, which just you've been is doing no that, fun. Though, I haven't. I yeah. have I if I have, it's been by accident. Yeah. I, I like your pick more than mine. The Broncos Broncos will win. That's I think the way this goes. 
Macon's three and zero. I mean, uh, spoiler alert. Fuck me. I, I hate to, I hate to correct you and thereby be more correct. Yeah, yeah. But I'm two and zero. I'm you're only two. two no, I'm saying to, when people are listening, you're three and zero. Oh, I hate damn, to correct got you. Me. You sanctimonious damn. fuck. <laughs> The sanctimonious fuck gets fucked. Yeah. Okay. But not in the game because you're going to win because this is Thursday night time machine. And this is what happens. Go Broncos. Let's ride, I'm Cowboy. I'm like Kirk Cousins in prime time. Like it's becoming a thing on Thursday night. Housekeeping. All right. You ready? I would not open the door for that. Okay. Yeah. 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 How, how would you say it? <laughs> Housekeeping. <laughs> Should I come back later? Every time. Yes. Uh, uh, who's like who's like who's like i'm what? leaving my room let me leave my room so you can clean it what <laughs> two more hours yeah yeah i'll two, be gone soon two to three more hours okay i want to intro somebody new scott ryan from from blue wire but now he's he's with green lights i've been with blue wire for a couple years now a great group uh they've definitely supported everything we've done uh shout out to kevin jones uh and the whole gang there but one of their most diligent, impactful workers, Scotty. We had to strong arm him, get him over here to green light. So Scott knows a lot about baseball. He's got a baseball podcast. I'll let him fill you in on kind of who he is. Uh, but you might hear him chime in from time to time, especially talking about baseball, which is one of our favorite sports. See talent, get talent. Yeah, that's you, what we do. You've said that to me a dozen times. I, yeah, at least. Scotty, the welcome. There was a baseball gap here. Yeah. So, you know, someone someone had to come in and, and fill said gap. But no, I'm, I'm excited to be here, guys. This is uh, this is going to be a blast. It Here's is a blast. An interesting I'm excited story. to bring more baseball into the show. Too. Somebody said, you're going to tell that story? No. Somebody this week was like, Taylor had a great point on the pod oh, last yeah, week yeah, about yeah. baseball. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, no, that was Scott. We should do a who's... Taylor lives in New York now. Whose voice is it anyway? I know. We just fucking people just come in talking. Here's a fun story. All right. For a long time, I thought that you were telling me Kat's name was Scott Ryan. No. Mm. Turns no. out it's Scott Reinen. Yeah, I just mumble. Yeah. yeah. Are we doing Scotty? Because I think... We're uh, not. We're not. He doesn't like <laughs> Scotty. He doesn't we're like Scotty. We're not doing Scotty. You either have to shorten a name or lengthen it. You I can't, can't just do Scott. Their name. Scott? You know, like there's hey, no... Hey, Scooter! Scooter! <laughs> no, we'll think of something, but, you know... <laughs> just anything but the guy's name. <laughs> well, fuck. I mean, you know, I've been burnt with Matthew, Matt on McConaughey, mm -hmm. you know, that, what else? I mean, I do it all the time. Poor Reed became Cowboy... Cowboy, yeah, I can't. His do parents it. call him Cowboy now. Do they really? Yeah, everybody. Yeah, well, I would too. It's a cool name. Uh, so, welcome, Scott. And uh, a little more housekeeping here. Uh, Matt alerted me to this. Kingston alerted me to this. Um, Den Company is uh, is is rolling through Virginia on their last tour, and I've never seen Den Company. And obviously, I'd never seen The Grateful Dead. I'm a late-life dead-head-ish guy-ish. Uh, and I think we all need to go see Dead & Company. And uh, where are they coming through? Bristow, Virginia. Okay. Bristow. Yeah. Is, that's Northern Virginia, yeah? Is that yes, June, June 3rd? So, Macon. June 3rd? Clear that on your calendar. You can be at the beach or something. He's going to book a beach vacation <laughs> right now. Like nine months from now? Yeah. Can you put that on your calendar next year, June 3rd? For sure. Next okay. year, June 3rd, might as well be 2075. Okay, good, 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 good. good, I can't wait. So layup line today is going to be Grateful Dead. What kind of mood you're in? Uh, I'll, I'll go I'll go Franklin's Tower. I'm in, I'm in a good mood. I'm on the mend. I had a cough earlier this week. 
still the persists, yeah. but it's not like what it was, dude. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, nice huh? one. yeah. is that yours? Uh, yeah, okay. Sure. And then Matt, I'll play that during bath time. Take Black Throated Wind. Okay, he song. loves Black Throated Wind. I talks about that song all the time. It's fucking. I almost did Black Peter because I felt like I was dying earlier this week, <laughs> but I didn't want to. I didn't want to alarm anybody, and it's not the vid. It's just a run of the mill cold. The weather's changing. I had food poisoning. Oh man! Walking but then some. Wounded. But then somebody said, "Is it food poisoning or is it stomach flu?" And I said, "I don't know." And how could I know? And so I guess now I'm thinking, if it's stomach flu, you might want to get a little more distance from me. Damn dog! Well, I, I mean, got a big what? weekend. Nah, it was Tuesday, and we're on a Thursday. No, you're good. You're not. You, you, have you diarrhea lately? Uh, not since Wednesday morning. Okay, good. And, and we're probably uh, straight. No, I am completely evacuated. Yep. Okay, chicken dude, uh, chicken protester dude. Uh, if you're not living under a rock, you know that he um, he filed a police report, which is super predictable that an animal rights guy pulls some shit like this. I mean, is there anybody who's going to play themselves out of a situation where people might listen to you more than animal rights people? Like even the biggest fucking, I don't know what, what they call them, snowflakes or you know, sensitive people kind of thumb their nose at this fuckery now. Like, we're all eating chicken, man. I know some of you aren't, but like, you're running onto a football field with a pink smoke canister and Bobby Wagner decks you, and then you file a police report? You're a Karen. Can I, can I give a glimmer of a green light? Okay, go, yeah, go ahead. Glimmer. Go ahead. Uh, he'll keep it in the news a little longer, therefore furthering the cause. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I know that that players have been told rightfully so for the most part that this person's trespassing and yes, could in theory attack you. You're in your right to, to put him on his back. Were we, are we getting too close to, Oh God, a player just killed a guy. No players. not going to kill a guy. No, no accidentally, chance. Accidentally. Dude, Matt Stafford's not dead yet. He's been hit so fucking hard in the last calendar year. Accidentally in his life. I just think the players, it's like, hey, free reign, you got it, whatever you need to do to have some fun out there, put the guy on his back, but then, okay, guy's, guy's neck snapped and he's, he's dead. No, I hear you, but what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do after this podcast, I'm going to go buy a giant rotisserie chicken. I'm going to ask him for the biggest one. I'm going to go get me one of the big ones from out of the back that you pump full of antibiotics and kept in a small cage, and then I'm going to eat it in my fucking car <laughs> in honor of this guy with the pink smoke. And the lesson here is send the carcass to Bobby Wagner. <laughs> yeah, sign it. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm sending like a Boston Market T-shirt to Bobby Wagner to get signed. By the way, Boston Market just came on Grubhub here in Charlesville. Oh, oh in the nice. words of Devo Samuel. Oh, I'm gonna find out if I still Corn. can eat. Yeah. Well, the mac and cheese, mac and cheese, super artificial tasting, just yep. how we like it. Yep. Um, but yeah, we should just send Bobby Wagner various. Like Tyson chicken uh, memorabilia items to have. Kenny Rogers sign. roasters. Yeah, chicken dude. So the whole point of this, why it's in housekeeping, and I almost forgot, was uh, we want you to know if you know you the listener, if you could tweet at Greenlight. Uh, is it Greenlight now? It's just Greenlight. Tweet at Greenlight and tell us, um, you know, a situation where you were absolutely in the wrong, but you would like to file a police report about mm -hmm. it. Like you did some dumb shit. And you'd like to retroactively file a police report. Like, I'd like to file a police report against my high school for making me go to 10th grade twice. <laughs>
you know yeah uh 911 um yeah i was going 98 and a 65 but damned if general motors didn't make this tahoe ride smooth exactly (laughs) exactly white tahoe Okay, and then the last thing, Reed, take it away. We've got Amazon Amp coming up. We are going to be on Amazon Amp. Make sure you download the app. Chris, you're going to be talking on the app, on Amp. You'll be able to hear his voice. Make like you I'm can in the stop room. by a time or two if you'd like. Dope. But <laughs> next week, starting 4.30 Eastern, Amazon Amp. Download it at the uh, App Store. You'll find Chris at Chris Long on the app. We're going to talk for an hour. Chris, Nate. Maybe making, Maybe Bo some. Maybe Bo. We're going to have a good time. We're going to be recapping the week here on Greenlight. We're going to be talking, uh, previewing the um, that Thursday night game each week. And also, it's very interactive. Wish you could have started you. this week. <laughs> I can talk about that one for a while. Uh, but it's very interactive for you, the listener. So this is a new thing on Amazon. You'll be able to call in. If uh, we'll we'll ask for questions, we'll be able to fire up uh, you to be able to talk. If we like what you're saying, we can ask questions to you. You'll be able to respond. Very interactive. This is going to be like going in the enclosure. You Sounds know, like, like there's plenty of interaction. There's a lot of interaction. <laughs> you're going to be interacting. Some might call it. Yeah. You're going to be talking to me. I'm going to be talking to you. Yeah. I'm going to be listening to you, the listener. Y'all are amplified. Exactly. Exactly. So check us out. Amazon app, four thirty on Thursday. Download the, Download Thursday, whatever you got to download. All Thursdays from here on out. Holy smokes! That's right. We just played fuck Mary kill with Jeff Bezos. I married him. For the record, the other options were fuck or kill. <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was Tony Stark and and Elon. And Elon. And you fucked You're definitely Tony marrying Stark. Jeff Bezos. You know how quick the packages are going to get to you? Who is Tony Stark? He's the Iron Man guy. He's Robert Downey Jr. in a, in a, in a big, stupid, metallic suit. A cheeky Robert Downey Hammering one-liners Jr. at you. Huh. Yeah. I'll, I, I'm sure whatever you chose is right. Okay. Roback activewear. Best way to describe Roback is best fit, best feel. When it comes to quality... Roback just blows it out of the park every time. First, Roback's new performance hoodies are a total game changer. Maybe the softest, stretchiest hoodies in the game. From college athletes to professionals to podcasters like me, people can't take them off. The best thing about wearing a Roback hoodie is when when you see somebody else wearing it, you give them that nod because they know and you know, we get it, we're Roback guys. Second, Roback's performance polos are the only polos we wear. Even if you're not a polo guy, these polos are perfect for a night out or a day on the links with the boys. Their prints are cool too. Third, Roback's performance Q-zips bring a new meaning to the word comfortable. Perfect for a run around the block or a day in the office. They are the definition of versatile. Best part is NFL guys are rocking them all over the league. You know, you got guys like Quentin Nelson wearing them. We got our guy, friend of the program, Sam Hubbard wearing them. It's fair to say they're taking over. Now Alabama stud Will Anderson is the newest sponsored athlete. That's big news. Ryan McGee is the best player in the country. Might be the Heisman Trophy winner. And Chris, for those folks that want to jump on the Roback train, use the code GREENLIGHT on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order. That's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K dot com 20 percent off your first order on all polos q-zips hoodies and tees with the code green light go check them out 
at roback.com. Reed, we got you got some uh, some some read around the world for us this week, don't you? It's time for everybody's favorite segment, read around the world. Talking about over delivering, Aaron Judge, sixty two home runs. What do y'all think? We like this. <laughs> I mean, we, hey, what a dramatic fuck he is, huh? I mean, Aaron he had like Judge. eighteen games left. You know, he had like one home run to go. Are you happy he's not cutting into college football anymore? Yes, dude. It's good to have college football back. But to be honest, I'm going to kind of miss lamenting it, dude. He was like the villain that everybody needed on Saturday. You needed a villain. Can I red light something as we we wade into these waters? I want to red light cell phones during big sports moments. I mean, certainly you're entitled to do so. I think I've done my fair share of filming a big sports moment. I think at the national championship, I probably had my phone out. But remember when Timmy Trumpets was uh, was was yep. up there in Queens? Yep. And it was a big deal. And I just didn't feel the vibe like I felt in the summer when everybody was living it. They were present. They were like, oh, fuck, I didn't have my phone out. This is cool. Guy's got a cool jingle. I want you to look at this fucking video right here of Aaron Judge about to hit number 62, okay? So everybody behind him, make, is on their cell phone. The guy out of the frame to the right's on their cell phone. You got a guy in the blue shirt. He's 78 years old. Born in like 1947. They didn't have cell phones when he was born. So he's like, I'm going to watch the fucking game, right? I want to see this in real time. The guy to his right, our left, kind of looks like you to me. Uh, and he's looking through his phone. So he's not actually seeing the home run in real life. He like, can never claim that he saw the home run. Bro, he never saw it. He saw it like everybody else at home. Yes. Remember when I said, that? that what did you think of Timmy Trumpets? And seeing that when Diaz run out with Timmy Trumpets, like, I don't know, son, you saw it the same way I saw it. If you were on Twitter... Because I looked through my phone at the action. That guy, dead wrong. My favorite guy here is the guy with his flash on. <laughs> this guy's incredible. And probably the closest resemblance of what it would be if, if I was guilty of this. Because I don't even know if he's pointing the phone at the action. I don't get the thought process, especially for the cats in the first and second rows behind home plate. Because we're all going to see that you were there. Like, like son, grandson... Yep. Seven great grandsons, yep. granddaughter, yep. six great granddaughter. They're all gonna see that you were there. Yep. So it's not as if you're saving the video for posterity. No, everybody's gonna know you're there. You're on tape. You're you're there. Um, and and everybody else has the video. Like, or, or hey, if you're in that six, if you're in that section and you want a video, take your phone out, turn the video on, and set it on your fucking beer. Right. And watch the watch the game. There's a guy above him that literally doesn't see the home run because he's trying to cue his phone up so as guy front you know top left uh he, he's he's trying to get on his phone to tape the thing and as he's hitting record judge hits the bomb and he doesn't actually catch the bat hitting the ball so i just think it's 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 another instance where cell phones are getting in the way of actually just seeing what the fuck happened I out there on the field. I think I just figured it out. What was it's, it? It's, it's for these cats. I mean, it's going to be everybody in the stadium, but for the cats in the first few rows, they're going to show their buddies, and the buddy's going to say, damn, what? that's your video? And they say, yeah. No, oh, yeah, it's for seats? Facebook. All this stuff's going on Facebook. Like, oh, we were behind home plate, third row, fourth row. Oh, yeah, it's a flex. Just like homeboy, the the finance executive who caught the home run ball oh he's a finance executive oh yeah and how about him playing coy like i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do with the ball on the way out like he knows exactly <laughs> what he's gonna do with the ball i'm just i'm just glad he caught a break i know yeah and who fell over the 
who fell over the 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 first was row. Was that a person or a jacket? I still haven't been able to to it tell. It was a person. It was, it was a person. person? Yeah. Is that not, person okay? Not very. Yeah, they're fine, but they were not very close to the ball. So he just fell over for no reason? No, 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 no. It was it was a strategic move, actually. It was pretty savvy because what he was doing is he lowered himself down, felt dropped down, looking for the rebound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah, was playing yeah, yeah, the yeah, odds, actually. That's smart. Oh, that Who guy's knows? brilliant. That guy may be in jail because, you know, he's well, down in the but two. Yeah, but then, at the end of the day, that ball gets dropped or it hits a little bit lower. He's the only one there. Well, yeah, and but he's then, in but the then, shot forever as but well. But then Matt Bushman of the you know the Texas Rangers, you know the, the their comp for Matt Bushman is like, give me the ball, dude. Like the security guards are not. If you jump down in the bullpen, which I don't know what's down there, like how are you going to get out? Pictures. Now you got to get out. Yeah, you're not getting out. And that's the thing. So if you Sweet. do get it when you're down there, and now you're surrounded by you got thrown personnel, and you're trespassing. Are you able to keep that ball? Probably not. Probably not. So in in actuality, he didn't think it through for something so risky. Like you, you well, maybe he was eyeing it the whole way, and it's like, okay, I've got no shot. I'm going to jump. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, in, in in that moment, you got to do it. But this is the difference between Americans football and Canadians hockey. Those Toronto fans, all due respect, they weren't willing to make the ultimate sacrifice, dude. Just you tell me. The guy in Texas. You know he's he's going over the wall. The guy in Toronto, he's like, "Sorry, I can't go there, dude." We we Blue Jays weren't going to give up sixty two. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I uh, and hey, as as much as I like Scott, as much as I detest the Yankees, Aaron Judge kind of seems like a likable dude. He does. He does. And that's why last night when I was watching Sports Center and there was a montage of like his season, I couldn't believe it when I heard. Uh, in there through his highlights there was this interview with Aaron Judge and a uh, young lady probably earlier in the season I would presume uh, and she was like how do you have so much confidence and he said well it's easy when you're the best player on the team. You mentioned the no panic where does that confidence that quiet confidence come from from this team? Well when you're the best player on the team you know how can you not? <laughs> Aaron thanks for the time congratulations. Thank you. And me and my wife were just watching Sports Center, not big baseball watchers but Aaron Judge admirers because he seems like a great kid. I was like, man, this just doesn't fit, does it? So I Google it, and it's this whole, he's all confused, right, Scott? Because you, you got a Yankees podcast. You guys have talked about this. We did. This was back in June, and he there was a walk-off, and they were the, the Yankees were you know, on pace to set records at that point for, for wins. And Meredith Marakovich, who, who is part of the, the Yes broadcast, is always on the field, uh, doing the post-game interviews, asked him about this, talking about – Best team on the planet, so there's some controversy. It's definitely not Judge's uh, MO to talk like this at all. He's Jeter reincarnated with the way that he talks, essentially. But he's, gets less ass, probably. Well, he's married, married. now. Yes. Mar married man. Uh, but he's also... Yes, he gets less ass than Jeter. <laughs> yeah, that, well, very, very fair. <laughs> yeah. He, um, but so there's controversy in the sense that like, they were talking about uh, best team on the planet. Was yeah. it a tongue slip where he said best player on the team or you meant team on the planet? Or a lot of people think that he was talking about Giancarlo Stanton, who also, uh, my memory is, is foggy right now, but as far as he did something significant right before him. Yeah. Uh, and, and he was talking about him. About him. Yeah. I'm surprised I, Michael K. lets this Meredith speak. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I can buy that. He didn't, he got, he didn't mean it. I, yes. So in his brain, if I'm to trust Aaron Judge, which I do, mm -hmm. I don't know, something about him, the trustworthiness is up there. Yep. Guy's married. He plays he was, the Yankees. You know what he also did? He he conceded the gap. He knows he's not the first gap in New York. He conceded the gap. To oh yeah, Michael to Strahan. Strahan. Mm. That's smart. true. That's a smart move. He's a good kid, man. I don't think he meant that. In fact, 
I would even contend he might have said planet. It's like kind of mumbles it because he's so you know he's Does like planet on the team. Well, he it was like a he his explanation was he meant to say best team on the planet and mixed the two up and ended up with you know just one big. I buy it. I buy it. Good kid, right? Good kid. Okay, good, good kid. Good, good one to root for. There's no doubt. Fuck out of here, Roger Maris. All right. Aaron Judge hits it over the fence for the 62nd time in 2022, which is a new record for home runs in the American League. Some people think it should be his record altogether because Barry Bonds had a 22-inch neck and back knee in 2001. <laughs> but on the other hand, Mickey Mantle was hopped up on methamphetamines, and Roger Maris probably was too. Fuck it. Let's let all the records stand. Babe Ruth played with white guys, and Bobby Thompson's manager was stealing signs with a handheld telescope. Touch them all, Aaron Judge. That's how I would have called it. If we're not going to let the, the moment breathe, a la Joe Buck, have some fun with it, Michael K. Okay, another. He didn't let it breathe again. No, dude. He just He's strangling wow. the moment, dude. He's strangling the moment. It's unbelievable. You guys God, it would have been great if he didn't do it. Sorry, Scott. If Michael you know. K wasn't on the call? No, if, if, if Judge didn't get to 62 oh, after that all that. that would have been pretty hoopla. fucking funny, dude. It would have been great. It's a classic why, thing why? that I... Okay, here we go. Why? why? Why do you want him stuck on 61? Because um, he got 61, so he tied the record. Exactly. And, you and all of you people were so excited. You people. <laughs> you Yankees fans? And the, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. just the whole country. It took, it took so... It, ah, I mean, weren't you... Is this a Yankee record or an AL record? It's both, both, right? Both. Oh, it is. Yeah. But what is it? Yeah. It's a Yankee record. Yeah. Which is even, uh, you guys are, are a bit self-righteous, are you not? Um, no, we're not. We just win a lot and people 27 times, that. right? 27. Yeah. 27. 28 has eluded us though. I will say this. Baseball has this thing about numbers, right? It, it's always had a thing about numbers. Uh, Maris hit it 1961. 61 years later, Aaron Judge hits this. Well, the record, the Yankees record. I thought of that on my own. Actually. Yeah. Cool. The Yankees oh. record after he hit the 62nd home run was 99, Aaron Judge's number, and 62. Oh, wow. There's a lot going on. They've been playing with Ouija boards up there. Yeah, you play 162 games, you can, you can do a lot of shit with numbers. You know? well, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to do some shit with numbers in a second. Yeah. But Here's another number. Seventh in ratings of all the major sports. So this is so this is <laughs> yeah, not, when you, not when you cut in during college football. <laughs> so right. so here's the deal. Yeah, they're stealing numbers there. Uh, Nielsen. But but honestly, I thought objectively, unlike him, I don't have an axe to grind with Yankees fans or baseball here. Like it just it felt like ah oh, fuck there it is. You know, like maybe it was the kid in me watching the home run races, and maybe it was the fact that it was for the for the entire league, NL and AL. And there were multiple dudes in there chasing it. But this felt special. It just didn't feel like a transcendent moment that I'm always going to remember where I was. I don't even remember where I was. They were playing the Rangers on like a Monday night or something, right? Yeah. Tuesday, actually. I know exactly where I was. I was grounding out twice against some <laughs> fucking softball team. I get in the car. We were just... Was that your 60-second ground out? No. Uh, th 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 I'm not a ground out guy. I'm not a ground out guy. I, like, but I was in the car... And I'm like, holy shit, I'm glad somebody's hitting dongs tonight. That was the, the extent of it. I went home, looked at the highlight, unceremonious, indoor baseball on the road. He couldn't even see his teammates because they're behind him, right? Instead of, of right of hug, in front of him. A lot of hug cam afterwards. They actually yeah. put the game on a small screen and just showed big screen Aaron Judge hugging everybody, which was a little, 
a little much for me, even as a. How do you uh, feel about him him being booed early this year? I mean, he had one homer through fifty five at bats, right? No, 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 no real Yankee fan booed him. No real Yankee fan. Now we're booed, de- Yankee fans don't boo Aaron Judge. You don't boo Aaron okay. Judge does not get booed at Yankee Stadium. Okay, good. It doesn't happen. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how about this? You could workshop this, but like guy guys. T- tagline is all rise he hit it off a guy named jesus really yeah <laughs> wow yeah we're all rising now not just ain't just jesus rising anymore he is risen him he is him Ju- him is risen him is risen aaron judge him's risen that's good home, you didn't, home, you didn't run king then i'm home. surprised nobody has 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 pointed that out that he hit he hit a dong off of jesus that's a good point. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's what I'm a, here that's for. That's a really good point. Here's another good yeah. point. He is the undisputed home run king of people with names that don't start with the same letter. Oh, that's interesting. Last. Yeah. And, hey, listen, I don't know where you stand on this, uh, Scott, but I think Barry Bonds is the, the home run king. I know Macon, we were fucking around about that last week, but after this whole thing, I'm not moved to the point where I would I would make a big fuss about it. Well, make, maybe this will make you feel better. Aaron Judge also acknowledges Barry Bonds' home run king. Wow. The number is the number. Yeah. The number is the number. But what it does is it it, it brings him into the conversation now because there's there's a there's a movement that's happening with the authentic home run king. So I have a take here. My take is the Mariners going to the playoffs for the first time outside of like a pandemic Mickey Mouse playoff cuz that's like the, the drought's real, right? We're not we're not counting a game that had 80 or a season that had 80 games. The Mariners um Cal Ra- Raleigh um from North Carolina uh hit a dong at 9:28 p.m. on Friday night to end that streak. They win 3-2 over the the Athletics. And it's off. I mean, it was a beautiful. It was wire to wire. It was a three minute at bat. I don't know if you count the time that the pitcher staring him down and all that stuff, but I timed it because it was a full count, foul balls, the whole thing. I appreciate it. Disputed at bat. It's a good. Those are good. Bottom nine, dude. Mm-hmm. But it's it's from the first pitch to the dong. It's three minutes long, and uh, and it was just fucking electric. You could feel it. Like it was just so. It was at home. The home run was cool. The guy who hit it was cool. The guy's name is Cal Rally. If I mispronounce his name, like everything about it was cool. And it's a 20 year drought. So I say that was a cooler experience watching that home run. Maybe that's just, I want the connectivity. I just felt like the, the Aaron Judge story was such a national story. Like this was a, a tortured fan base. They had to act like they liked football for a long time. It's regional emotions. It's a lot of pain yeah. that fans have endured. I mean, yeah. I'm a I'm a big proponent of of uh, a pain for Seattle Mariners fans to be honest because yeah. uh, I'm not a not a big fan of the Seattle Mariners. Ended Don Mattingly's career. Um, Don Mattingly was was my guy, and uh, you know took Robbie Cano, which ended up not being so bad. But you're yeah, right, that, that worked out. Take was, him off it your did hands. Work out, yeah, there was a but yeah. I think anytime you get that that like raw emotion from a fan base, you have to appreciate you know all the pain that they went through oh, for as long. Oh, Meg, did. did you watch this? Yeah, I did. It was incredible. Trout is over, man. That was pretty cool. And the guy's nickname is the Big Dumper. Cal's is yeah, the Big Dumper. That's a good nickname. I think it's because of his his ass. Yeah, he's <laughs> a catcher. All right, I want to float this curse. The curse of Sue Bird, man. Sue Bird drafted what year? Do you know? I could guess. Take a guess. Um, I will say the year. 
Uh, stop pressuring me. I will say the year 2004. So Sue Bird, she was drafted in 2002. So the Mariners last won a playoff game in 2001. Yeah, October of 2001. I think the last game they played in the playoffs was October 16th, 2001. Sue Bird arrives on the scene in Seattle 2002. The Mariners win their last playoff game in 2001. In fact, I don't even know if they won a playoff game. They were in the playoffs in 2001. They lost um, their last playoff game October 6th. Uh, Sue Bird, born October 16th. No big deal. Almost a perfect coincidence. Just 10 days off. Wow. We're this close. Sue Bird arrives on the scene. She's 20 years old when she gets to Seattle. The fucking drought lasts 20 years. They haven't been to the playoffs since she's been in Seattle. I even went back and did a deep dive on all the times she threw out the first pitch. I was up Googling Sue Bird throws out the first pitch at a Mariners game, yeah. which actually wasn't as hard to figure out as you would think. And she's done it three or four times. You know what happened? None of the times that she threw out the first pitch making? What? They made the playoffs. They never made the playoffs after she threw out the first pitch. It's been a 20-year drought making. 20-year drought. She was 20 years old when she arrived in Seattle. She turned 21 the month of October, the last time the Mariners won a playoff game in 2001. So 20 years since that 20-year-old walked into Seattle, they haven't won a playoff game. And you know what? The, the streak was broke Friday night with Kyle Rowley, who's just for the big dumper. He ends the streak, so the streak broke Friday night. You know what else broke Friday night? What? A storm. That's in Seattle storm. She retired this summer, so now the Mariners are back in the playoffs. Tell me that's not fucking, tell me that's not a conspiracy that you're buying. That Sue Bird being on the Seattle storm in Seattle, she there was so much greatness, there was none left for the, the Seattle Seahawks. You know what couldn't fly in Hurricane Ian? What? Birds. Exactly. Exactly. She also lost her last game, as you well know, in the WNBA to whom? The Las Vegas Aces. Of course. And the ace for the Mariners is a cat named Luis. Yep. Luis, you say? Yeah. Well, Sue Bird played for Gino Oriema at UConn. Right. Gino's first name, Luigi. Holy shit. Where did Sue Bird go to high school? Christ the King. Yeah. Who gave up the dong to, to Aaron Judge? Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly, dude. So this is all. Hmm. Yeah, it makes you think about it a little bit. Yeah. Makes you think about it. So. What's the next drought you want Sue Bird to end? We haven't been to the moon in a long fucking time now. Oh, good call. I have mean, I not? think the Knicks have won the championship since we've been to the moon. NASA could use a better PR team. For sure. Like, I'm not, I'm not clear on what we're doing up there. Yeah, tell us from time to time. Yeah. Yeah, give us updates, you know? December 1972 was the last manned mission to the moon. 1972. And what about unmanned? Just like all the time these days or what? Yeah, I'm sure there's an unmanned little hangout right now? going out all the, all the time on the moon. You know, NASA, I say to you, Buzz Aldrin... And, and the like, there were 12 guys that have been to the moon, four of them alive, left. That tells you how long it's been since we've been to the moon. I would say to you, NASA, you know, along the lines of like a great coach trying to get more out of a player, well, 
now that you showed me what you can do, I need to see it all the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we just haven't been to the moon lately, and I'd like that drought to end. You know what NASA stands for? Not, Not acknowledging space accomplishments. <laughs> Not at space again, because that's not, not at not at space anymore. Not at space anymore works even better. If you think about it, and that's that's the message they're sending by not going back to the moon. Not around space, huh? At all. <laughs> yeah. You know they dropped the NASA. Also, haven't been a nuke in a while. Nobody's <laughs> dropped an atomic bomb or a nuke in a while, and I feel like that drought's gonna probably end pretty soon. You know what I mean? Have you watched the news? Shit is fucked up. It's true. Putin's all peacocking and stuff. One of them Koreas peacocking. Shooting it over Japan. <laughs> One of them Koreas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that uh, Sue Bird went 1-1. We haven't had a white American male go 1-1 in the NBA draft since it's 19... Mark Madsen. Speaking of that... <laughs> since 1977. And there'll probably be a nuke drop before that happens again, but... <laughs> Speaking of that, does Jimmer Fredette have a little brother or something? Check was close. Yeah. Or a son. Jimmer Fredette might have a son soon. He probably has yeah, a son right several, now. Yeah. Somebody check on Jimmer Fredette. How's he doing? Uh, <laughs> Last I checked, he was putting up big numbers for the Sharks in the Chinese League, I think. Really? Yeah, he was putting up like 40 points a game. Oh, yeah, the Shanghai Sharks. They're good. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, he'll outlive us because the new... You know, the way it's good. So. He got engaged in 2011, so. Uh, 2003, Jason Seahorn. Last white corner of consequence in the NFL. That streak, that drought's got to end soon, huh? Yeah, with my guy Hudson Clark of the of Woo Pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmer's got a kid named Taft who's uh, about three years old. Oh, born on your birthday, 2019. Taft for that. He's going to be the next guy. And not yep. to put too much on. Taft. Second generation athletes. But uh, I think he's going to be the number one pick soon. Yeah. Any other droughts? Like, you single guys? Like, single guys are always talking about... Single guys make it really hard to have sex. Some of you single guys out there, some single guys are like... I was talking to a really handsome single guy a couple weeks ago who's, like, really successful. And he was like, yeah, man, I got... Like, I was like, how's things been? He's like, oh, man, I got laid last month. I'm like, last month? Mm. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I want... He's... In his 40s. Oh, wow. Really? It's like that when you're single in your 40s? Yeah, I don't know. I've never been... Have me rush in the courthouse, renew my vows, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's interesting, man. We, you know, that's the classic, you thought the other half was living like it was just a bunch of grass sex parties. Grass is always greener. Right? No, grass has never been greener for me. I love my wife. Oh, yeah, that's not what I was saying yeah. at all. You know, yeah. that's what people think. But 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 I want anybody out there that hasn't had sex in a while and you're single, I want that to happen soon if you want it to happen. And I want to go back to the moon. And I want a white cornerback. And I want world peace. Football season brings back many traditions we know and love. Touchdown dances, pick sixes, strip sacks, game-winning sacks, tackles, hitting the quarterback, and watching it all with friends in a cooler Miller Lite. The action on the field is reliable year after year. Pair it with the most reliable light beer, Miller Lite. My perfect Miller Lite situation, the air's crisp, the leaves are turning, I got a cooler full of Miller Lights, 
it's just warm enough to sit outside, maybe an outdoor TV. And I got about 12 to 16 of those bad boys in my cooler. <laughs> and I have three friends over because I'm drinking responsibly. Miller Lite is the perfect beer for football Sundays because of the dependable taste. Your friends love it. It's got low calories and carbs. And it's just a sleek, beautiful can. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been a mainstay in the stadium, at the tailgate, and in your fridge. No matter how your team plays, Miller Lite always provides a winning experience. With only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving, your only concern is the next third down conversion. And Miller Lite tastes like beer. Because if you're a beer lover, you don't want watered-down flavor. You want the original light beer. Football season brings back the big hits, so reach for the biggest of them all. Miller Lite. You can find Miller Lite pretty much everywhere beer sold or go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller Time, official beer partner of the GreenLight podcast. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You want to look at some uniforms? We've got 12 MLB, MLB teams in the postseason. Quite frankly, you're welcome, baseball. You know, you're welcome. We're giving you some serious airtime today. You want to go counterclockwise from top left? Sure, you tell me. Okay, Tampa Bay Rays, oh, Cleveland on. Guardians. We're relegating um, Tampa. They're not only losing. Correct. You know, Guardians kind of like super mid. Well, but, I mean, you're looking at I the hate, Rays. And I hate to interrupt you. Yeah, you're good. The, the wacky cursive on the Guardians, I'm kind of all in on. Bro, it's goofy, but at least you didn't drop you. Like they changed their name from the Indians. That's a fucking. That's a really prudent thing to do, right? Like yep. a mm-hmm. bunch of white people came over, ruined a whole awesome race of people's livelihoods and lives. And you know, we had this baseball team with a fucking caricature of these folks. Like that should have been done a long time ago. I don't care what Bob in Cleveland has to say about that. But to change the name from the Devil Rays to the Rays, yeah, the Devil's got no bodies, man. Mm-hmm. The devil has no bodies. Devil rays have more bodies than the devil. Steve Irwin, rest in peace. Think about that. We changed the name from the devil rays to the rays. How unnecessary was that? So I don't care what your uniforms look like. Ty goes to the Guardians. And, and that's just a really clean look for the Guardians. And that C is cool. Like your name's Chris. Maybe you want that hat. Maybe not. But you know what? This guy's going to really uh, enjoy representing the, the Guardians, whoever the fuck that is on, my, on the computer screen, for one round because they're not going to win the next round. they got to play the winner of Toronto and uh, Rainforest. Imagine that, though. Oh, we got to take Devil out of the name. we got to drop the Devil. Even though we had the sickest uniforms ever, those yellow and green and like there are like five colors in those motherfuckers and you the had Wade the, Boggs's. you had the wade Boggs's, dude i have a mean throwback i you, do wish duke would be forced to change their name just to fuck with them just to fuck with them we yeah. should start that on this podcast the blue face painters we should start we should start that on this podcast it's offensive start now the duke blues devil killed like one of my friends our next matchup seattle mariners toronto blue jays yeah so toronto's going through your guys toronto they they have me at the, the the letters the letters the letters can carry them they they have you at the letters they have you at the baby blues yeah. they they have you okay now will say the mariners have a clean look but you, you just can't compete with toronto i don't think that needs much discussion no toronto's through toronto's in fact through against the the houston astros in that yep. you know astros waiting in the wings there with their fucking space city uniforms and cheaters 
the the Astros unis are 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 bad, and that's as a person who likes a plain uni and likes orange and blue, and yet yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. you're you're bad. Yeah, it's you're bad. bad. It's bad. We got Toronto going through. I got all right. Tampa, uh, Cleveland, the Guardians are getting drugged by the Yankees, and I wish Scott was still here. I I, <clears throat> I can't co-sign that. Oh really? I, well, I just want to talk it through a bit. Okay, talk it through. Just because it's so classic, you got the pinstripes with the NY on the breast, right. and then you got the grays with the New York across the chest. The Guardians are just—they're not—they're not doing it differently. They're—they're—they're—they're as classic, despite being in year one or whatever it is for it them. It looks like a movie team a little bit. It looks like a team in the movies. You're thinking of the movie Major League. I am. <laughs> um, and I don't love I don't love the the Guardian logo. I do like that C. I don't I don't like what they're doing yeah, with. It, let's not overthink it. I mean, right. you can't. Okay. If you, we'll, right. we'll, it'll go to a tie break and okay. You know, okay. They, All right. All right. I got Yankees, Blue Jays, and I got the Blue Jays. Going I got the through. Blue Jays coming. I got the through Blue Jays the going through. This is uniforms for anybody that's fell asleep at the wheel. So that's the AL. <clears throat> who you guys got on the NL side? Okay, so this is a tough one for me. Two of my uh, the teams that I I you know I played in those cities, NFL homes. I got to be honest, the Redbirds, man, like it's just too classic. It's just the the, the pop of yellow makes the whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I know bats can be brown, they can be black, they can be all types of colors. I don't see a lot of yellow bats, but a banana yellow bat makes that uniform. It's the caliper on a beautiful red Porsche. It's got yeah, it's through. And and there're two birds perched on it. It's cool. They're perched. It's cool. I'm with you, Cardinals. Okay. Then we got Padres Mets. Padres Mets, man, you know, like uh, this is a really tough one. Haven't watched a lot of Padres this year. I know they got some brown going on and, and yellow, which is a Wyoming thing. I love that. And I love Wyoming's uniforms. Padres just have too much going on, dude. This is a tough one. This might be the toughest one. Uh, I, I, I love the Mets uh, whites. I don't love the Mets blues so much. Okay. I love the pinstripes. The grays don't do. I'm going to give it to the Padres, man. As tough as this is to do, I'm going to go Padres. They they come through uh, round one. They 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 edge out the Mets in an upset of sorts. I don't like the font of San Diego, but I do like the the P and poo. I like the yellow and the brown. And, P and the poo. And 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 I'll go against orange and blue once again. Nothing wrong with the Mets look. It's it's fairly classic. Uh, I like that they've gone, and I think that they've gone away from the the blackout um yeah pods okay cool maybe if for no other reason then nobody's getting by the dodgers but the dodgers are winning that that matchup so who are the dodgers playing are they playing the cardinals or the braves the braves i, I gotta give it to the cardinals just because of the the braves the braves are so close to i mean they are great i mean the logo's great the uh, the you know the uh, the thing that 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 hits people in the knee and tests to see if they have a reflex is great. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Cardinals. Cardinals. I, uh, I, I'm sorry. I I'm gonna go Braves. So we're gonna have somebody to break a tie. Okay. Cardinals. Easy. Okay. Kingston broke the tie. Read for the record. I had to sweat that out. Cards and Dodgers, and we've got the the Blue Jays and the Yankees. To see who who moves moves on the next round. Well, we already put the Blue Jays through, right? Yeah. My so so we're going Blue Jays versus the Cardinals or the Dodgers, man. And I got it. The Dodgers is a beautiful classic uniform. Yep. 
Dodgers, those whites with the with the, with the blue script, the oh. red number underneath. Can I? Somebody at Google needs to fix this. When I go Cardinals uniforms into your machine, I don't want to see Kyler Murray. <laughs> I don't want to see those dog shit uniforms at all. I love the nickname of the Dodgers. It's the only nickname in pro sports that celebrates a crime. <laughs> not anymore, though. Oh, it's not jaywalking. They just legalized jaywalking. That's what Macon told they me. They decriminalized it in California. Oh, that's a complicated <laughs> thing now because they do it with weed here. So they were, it turns out they were doing a lot of profiling. Yeah. And uh, they're not allowed to do that anymore. Well, it's, a, it's a good move, dude. Yeah, it's, good. it's a good move, as is the weed thing. So um, hey, shout out like. to Joe Biden for that, okay? Yeah. Uh, dude, I, I got to give this one to the Cardinals, man. I'm going Dodgers. Okay, so we're going to break the tie. Scott, break the tie. Cardinals are Dodgers uniforms. This is a tough one because um, growing up, my National League team, if that's a thing, was always the Dodgers. We right. used to go to Vero Beach, Florida, where they used to be in spring training. Right. So I love the classic Dodger blue. Yeah. But I will say with St. Louis, when they bring in that little hint of baby blue mm-hmm. uh, in, with some of their uniforms. Oh, that's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. And it's, it's you know, obviously both of them all-time classics. Um, but I think for aesthetics... I'm going with St. Louis. Oh, yes. Wow, make. This is good restraint on your part, not fucking bringing the house down because it seems like everybody's against you today on these unis. Nothing against Macon. They left Vero Beach, went to Arizona, broke my heart. How many times has St. Louis worn the blue uniform this year? Like between zero and six times? Yeah, it's, it's few and far between. Yeah, it's their There's alternate. No I, is that what would, would push you over the edge, though, quite literally? No, I think that it's there, which which I have to consider. But I think the script that they use is is beautiful as well. And the Dodgers pre- is as well. But, but um, Dodgers. I think the baby blue with a little bit of an alt sometimes is leaning me towards St. Louis. Great mm. usage of the red. But again, it's that fucking yellow pop. And they, you know, something's sitting on that script. You know what I mean? On that bat. There's a bat. How hard is it to pull off script, bat, animal? LA's just like Dodgers, number 42. You know, shout out. But like, I just think they're they're sticking the landing on more of a, you know, a, a Herculean effort over there in the 314. So I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna go cards. That was a classy nod to, to Jackie Robinson. Yeah. You? yeah. Thank you. Uh, hey, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. That's fine. Okay. So cards and Blue Jays. This is going to be tough. The, <clears throat> the Toronto Blue Jays have the best uniforms in, in all of sports. <laughs> you guys are funny. <laughs> you hear Scott? In all of sports. Like there's, what? One, there's, there's, there's a you debate in the National League. There's no, there's, there's, there's no debate in the American League. The pinstripes of the New York Yankees is the number one uniform in all of sports. It's the most iconic, most classic, interlocking NY is um, just a thing of you guys of sell a lot of hats. It's beautiful. Okay, so if we're going off hats, you got you might have a fucking case. I don't know how to call this one. I don't know how to call this one at all. I think the Blue Jay is too big on the hat, and so tie break goes to oh. the St. Louis Cardinals because the hat is a better looking hat. They're both brilliant, brilliant kits, but I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I mean, that's that's. That's dumb. I'll go with the Blue Jays, and, and how are we settling this? Somebody's going to tie break. I, I, mean, can't, I can't be involved on this one. Look at that. Look at that it's uniform. It's gorgeous, but there's a whole uniform, too, you got to worry about. You can't just 
I got a tiebreak. The torso. You think the oh, I, oh, what? Did you live in St. Louis? No. Is that your fucking tiebreak? No, my fucking tiebreak is if you can name five players on the Blue Jays, we'll give it to the Blue Jays. If I can name five players? Yeah. Oh, wait. But if I, I can, can name five players? <laughs> I already know you can't. No, but that, 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 that proves my point, my man, and I cannot. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, doing, the, the number, I'm doing the, this the exercise based on the uniform and not my allegiance to the Toronto Blue Jays. Vlad Jr., Bobachet. You're right, though. Irritating people and putting them on the spot makes for good podcasting because this is fun. Maybe Kaven or Cavan Biggio still. Uh, no longer Robbie Ray. Uh, well, they said on the team. So I got like two and three quarters. Yeah, we, yeah. All right. Right. So I'm basing this only on unis, and it's the Blue Jays. I haven't even got to the powder blues. I haven't even shown you the powder blues. The powder blues Chris. are gorgeous, dude. The hat is a little crowded, and uh, I don't know. I just it's it's this is very fucking subjective, dude. It's and it can change year to year, man. You know. This year, the the St. Louis uniforms look look dope AF. We didn't even talk about their throwbacks. I think Macon's a little anti-American. He put England on America's team last week. Now he's choosing the Canadian team. I, I am I am lit, I am actually anti-American. <laughs> yes, mm. bunch of buys a bunch of Chinese stuff. All right, all right, all right. So how how did we how we still haven't how are we. One, two, How three, four, five people Let in the Reed, room. I, I trust of all the people in here, I think Reed has the Reed, most you integrity. Break the, yeah, you break the, the, the thing. While the St. Louis Cardinals jersey is beautiful, it's the Blue Jays. Yeah, Reed. That's right. Hey, GG, bro. Yeah, GG. Hey, there, I, I, as much as I love the Cowboy, there are five of us in here if you want to do a full vote. Let's do a full vote, but you win the contest. But just out of curiosity, okay. I think he's going to pick, I don't know. Raise your hand if you think the Cardinals have the best uniforms in the playoffs. No, out of these two. I'm with the Cardinals. <laughs> That's obviously. Of these two. Cardinals or Blue Jays? Cardinals. Matt? Cardinals. Okay. So, oh, you know, it's, there's a lot of beautiful kits out there. I got it. What? The listeners decide. Listeners decide. Cardinals or Blue Jays. Yeah. I like that. I wish they could fill out That's a whole beautiful. fucking bracket. Twitter poll. Yeah, good. Bird Sick. Okay. Every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team. Doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts. You just need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates get to prove themselves before the interview, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Visit indeed.com slash greenlight to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash greenlight. 
Indeed.com slash green light. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. What about now? He's, uh, he's on ESPN or some video place. Uh, the other day, he played Scoot Henderson. He said uh, earlier this year about Scoot Henderson, he said he's a really great player. If I was never born, I think he would deserve the first spot in the NBA draft is what he was referring to. Is this one of the all-time best uh, – is this one of the all-time best quotes? I want to believe this guy was – you know, he was just being, I don't know, complimentary. Is he like that? Like, I, I don't know if we know how he's like yet. I don't know. I just – why did I assume good kid? You know, like – I just maybe I'm I'm empathetic because we haven't heard of the talk fact that he's yet. so fucking tall. You know, every room he walks in, you see, he walked into that room, mm-hmm. and there were all these regular people in there, and I, he had to sit at that tiny desk. I felt kind of bad for him. He almost hit his head on the metal detector going into the Vegas stadium. There's got to be very few things being that are cool as hell about being his size. You got a ton of money, and you're awesome at basketball. But then when you go in to get in your cool little sports car. You keep bumping your fucking head. Your knees are all fucking jammed up. The, the shower heads. Shower heads, bro. Think about all the things about flying. You have to fly private everywhere and just lay down in the fucking cabin. You can't even fucking hunch over in the cabin. They don't make bigger planes. You know how you like, you can get a bigger truck. You can get mm-hmm. a, like, no, you got to buy a 747 for this motherfucker to stand up in his plane. He might be able to afford it when he's all said and done, though. He might have to buy a 747 for him. I think that was the best matchup of two basketball prospects we've seen since maybe Magic versus Larry Bird. Him versus Scoot Henderson. Scoot, is Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson is so fucking good. Like he would be the number one pick any other year. I bet Kingston's about to say he reminds him of Derrick Rose. No, he's more like Ja. All anybody can say is a young Derrick Rose. Um, so well, I appreciate I that comp. Else. I appreciate that comp. Yeah, Kingston. I don't dislike that comp, the Derrick Rose comp, but it's. Scoot's not the same type of athlete. Can you give me a cross-racial comp? Jason Williams. That's exactly what I was going to do. The only white guy I can think of with any skill. No offense. I'm just saying, like, with all the the, the sauce. Like like a skinny, bouncy Luca. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, like totally different, (laughs) but Luca. But the only good white player who's a guard. Um, Okay. Here was the most interesting thing about this whole thing to me. Immediately, I went to look at the totals. Because my first thought is, obviously, who's tanking for this guy? And think about all, I'm no NBA head, you tell me, Matt, but all the implications here. It's not just the teams trying to lose. It's the totals of the teams that are probably going to play the teams that are trying to lose with regularity. Yeah. Um, if you're thinking about like playing totals, like for example, the Spurs, Rockets, Jazz, and Thunder are all going to be tanking this year. So well, like, Popovich Pacers, is going to well, tank. Pacers. Yeah, Pacers will lose. To, will be tanking as well. Those Greg five Popovich, teams are no doubt oh, yeah. going to yeah. tank. Yeah, all absolutely. Are all They're lining up to tank. They're no doubt are tanks. How, how do you think he feels about that? That doesn't seem like a very like American hero thing to do. Uh, I he, think he feels great about it because he tanked to get Tim Duncan to start his career. I kind of respect that because some people would be all like Brandon Staley about this thing. No, you can't right? get a you can't get a great free agent to San Antonio. It's your only only. Sometimes path. you got to do the hard thing. You know. Right, but those teams that are like in the same divisions as those teams, like the Nuggets or the Mavericks, for example, like they'll probably go over. And then there's going to be a lot of teams that say they're not tanking at the start of the year. That yeah. once things start to go bad, they're going to throw everything they can into losing. Teams like Portland, Charlotte, Washington, Orlando, Chicago. Here's another thing that sucks about being him. 
He probably ends up in Indiana or something, okay? Yeah. But then on top of that, socks. Right. Think about that, mm-hmm. you know? There's big guy shoes. Fucking, where's he get socks? Today I, went to, I got to sent my assistant to get socks at Lululemon. What would I do? Those are fancy so, socks. Yeah, the things are just coming to me. It's terrible being this guy. Other than the, the fame, the fortune. Thanks for pausing there. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be an expensive sock. Yeah, it's an expensive sock. Are they nice? Yeah, they're nice. It's one of the nicest things that I wear is socks. Well, you got to protect your feet. You do. It all starts there. Go so on, are Matt. we going to say Victor Wembanyama every time, or you guys got a nickname for this cut? I thought it was Big yeah. Wemby. Like Little Webby, but Big big Wemby. I like that oh, one. Oh, 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 I do, I do, I do. The Eiffel Power Forward. Because <laughs> he could play all the positions. Why, sure. why don't you say Eiffel Tower Forward? I don't know which one works better. Mine. Really? Well, it's not yours. <laughs> I know that's what you think about Mine. <laughs> How about just... You're the, like the seagull in Finding Nemo. How about the Eiffel Tower? No. Nah, player. Is that, <laughs> nah, because then you would just be calling like David Robinson, you know, the 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 battleship, because he's you know it's fucking. They, they called him the admiral, that but not no. the battleship. <laughs> right, right, right. I got you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think of something like if somebody's from New York City, they're not going to call him the Empire State Building if he's really tall. It's fucking lame. You yeah. got to you got to rhyme something in the name or what do you guys position? It's got to be a double entendre. I got a double entendre for you. Good French reference, but I don't think it exactly. should necessarily be French. How about Crown Vic? It's a good segue. <laughs> Go ahead. Good segue. Yeah. How about Crown Vic? He's got to win one. Then we can crown his ass. Well, LeBron, yeah. LeBron in high school called himself the king. king so if James. he really wants to be the greatest player of all time, Crown Come in Vic. and claim it, Crown Vic, and it's uh, a double entendre and then the blue, like the car. Blue Lives Matter guys are gonna love him. <laughs> It's really good. Them. It's really good. I like that a lot. Crown Vic. Oh, <laughs> you're fading. You're fading. Because you, wh- what should I do, Matt? What should I do? Give back to Eiffel, uh, Eiffel Power Forward, which is going to be trademarked. It's going to make That's us rich. It's awful. You're not going to get any of that money. It's it, you, gonna, could, you should start with him being a power forward, which he's no, not. He plays every position. You didn't hear that. He okay. can play all the positions. You're going to make Eiffel, him a center? Eiffel point guard. I'm going to make him a str- It doesn't rhyme with tower, genius. Uh, I understand that. <laughs> I think it's just as good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, you, you hear a lot about stretch fours. Yeah. Stretch fives. Paris Levert. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Yeah. That's so good. If only Karis Levert were like really good. I know. The, the, you, yeah, know? you get it. And his vertical's probably not very good because he's so high up there. No, his vert's probably still pretty good. Like better than ours. Well, yeah. yeah. Paris Levert is really good. Yeah. Crown Vic is really good. Victor Wimba not gonna not gonna work here much longer <laughs> isn't bad either because he's not gonna be in the wherever the fuck for long. He's gonna be in the NBA. French A League. I don't like it. That yeah, much. French A League. I don't like it that much. Not my day here, I guess. <laughs> you won the the uniform thing. All right, good. He's gonna change the whole landscape here, and we got some nicknames. We got some fucking nicknames, dude. Yama, Yama, Yama. <laughs> Victor. One, but not going to work here anymore. Have you tried that one? Yeah. Yeah, I just made it up. <laughs> Staying in the NBA, we had a, uh altercation in Golden State. Uh, Draymond Green was uh, kicked out of practice for a fight with Jordan Poole the other day. Reported that it was the Jordan Poole's 
kind of demeanor in practice had changed because of his upcoming uh, contract extension. What do you all take from this report, from this well, fighting I mean, practice around a contract extension? Here's the number one thing I take from this report, that NBA reporters are largely on the take. No offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I saying something that's untrue? No, you are correct. Because read me the the tweet from this guy. The, the yeah, way I learned is, about this. Well, I learned about the fight, and then three hours later, we had this tweet. This is Chris Haynes, who's super plugged in. Draymond Green was apologetic in aftermath of the altercation with Jordan Poole, but there was a buildup stemming from teammates noticing a change in Poole's behavior throughout camp with the guard on the verge of securing a lucrative extension, league sources tell Yahoo Sports. So that's not the way it's supposed to be, in my opinion. And I'm not accusing any player of, of like, feeding some, well, some player. I just don't know who. I'll, I'll say it. It's clearly from Draymond. No, but I don't think Draymond's, like, the type of guy that's going to be, like, tell him why I beat the guy up. I think, if anything, Draymond wants to, to go to L.A. Get on his podcast and Draymond wants to go why. to L.A., right? So, like, this is the disruption that maybe he needs. I don't know if Draymond wants podcast. to go to that LA. That was the first thing. It was like, oh, this podcast is going to be amazing. I just don't see Draymond as a guy that's like, yo, reporter, you need to throw this kid under the bus after I already punched him in the face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fights happen in sports. I've fought people in sports. I've been punched in the face in sports. I punch people in the face in sports. And never did I see somebody provide so much information as the context of such a run-of-the-mill deal if not for who who it was i mean like this happens all the time in sports yeah like, I, bet, I bet jordan Poole deserved it too probably i'm sure to but like you know how many times people got what they deserved in pro sports like internally and it did the dirty laundry wasn't aired out like you know that yeah that oh this kid had it coming because everybody on the team thought he just was too big for his britches he's about to sign this contract like that's such an, a a subjective take on like how somebody's acting and sure, maybe he's being awful, and that's why it leaked. Yeah, and like five days ago, Clay Thompson said something about finally getting Jordan Poole to shut the hell up or something like that. So they that. hate the guy. Yeah. They he's hate a the cocky guy. motherfucker, but which my, is good for his position, six man. You got to be. And then he rolls through the, the pool of reporters and he says, oh, he's coming to take your jobs too. Oh, well, I mean, like, guy might be a douchebag, epic douchebag, but if I'm Draymond, I got a podcast. And again, this is why I'm not accusing Draymond. What I'm saying is, it, like, if I was Draymond and say I wanted that information out, I would go to my podcast and be like, hey, bro, I punched a guy in the face today. Not a great look by me, but things happen on teams. Me and Jordan have squashed it. Like, we can talk about it on the pod. I'll have Jordan on. Or I, or if I feel like it, I'll air the dirty laundry out myself. But I don't like like reporters having a Helix do that. mattress slash Draymond pod. I, I don't get that. Athlete. I don't know why that bothered me as a pro athlete. Promo code. The guy might suck, dude. But like, what? Why? Why is some NBA reporter like? Okay, I'll write exactly like exactly that. It just doesn't happen as much in the NFL. They trade access so much in the NBA, and that's what's so interesting like, about it. If you give somebody some favorable reporting, you'll get some interesting information in the future and it happens in the nfl like dudes will feed injuries to reporters they'll feed you know certain Mm -hmm. excuses to reporters they'll you know like things are fed to reporters but after a fight like this it just felt like such a weird a weird deal to get the exact playbook on why it happened like if you could you could have been like they hey reports are they squashed it and they're good or reports are it was uh it was it was a back and forth that had been boiling up that sounds more normal than like Jordan is parking in other people's park yeah he, he's Michael K in it well, the reporter this guy K in should it. be the news right which should be impartial but he's clearly 
not it's just weird it's foreign to me i don't know how i feel about it but it's just it's fucking weird dude tungsten tungsten's a good nickname for vic (laughs) tungsten tungsten it's why it's a metal it's it's got the highest uh melting something you know yeah uh people are um giving king charles his propers because his nickname for Meghan markle was was tungsten (laughs) Because, because she was so tough and resilient. He called he called her tungsten. <laughs> and it's supposed to be this endearing term of love. That's good. Sounds like an allusion to Felicio. Tungsten. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's how it would come across if if you didn't frame it that way. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, $200, 200 big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. And another uh, pro athlete commenting uh, in the news, and you uh, can give your take on this one too. This quote from Rasul Douglas when asked about the upcoming Giants-Packers game in London and how he feels about the trip over the Atlantic, he said, playing in London fucking sucked. <laughs> You've played in London. We were playing, me and Rasul played the same game in London. And I would, I, I'm redlighting this, dude. It did not fucking suck. It's, it only sucks if you lose or tie. You know, I can imagine tying in London would be the worst thing ever. I actually got a fun because then you go out with the other team. It'd be like in World War One, right? You know, trench warfare when they stop and they're like, "Let's play football." Soccer fans with there would love a tie. Yeah, dude, a tie would be sick. They would be used to it. And Rasul's going this week with and the Packers. He's going this week with the Packers. They're not going to lose, right? I would contend it's a lot of fun to go over there if you win. If you lose, you're going to say all the things that Rasul says. You're going to say that fucking plane ride sucked. I remember chewing a Lunesta to try to sleep. Like literally biting it, to, so it would enter my blood system more effectively, and being awake anyways for an entire seven-hour flight, talking to the flight attendants. Like, do you yeah, remember what day of the awake. week you left? The Saints just left on a Sunday after losing to Carolina. Yeah, that's that's the way. You I want guess to I don't know if it's Sunday, it's Sunday or Monday. That's the way you want to do and it. And then the Vikings went on Thursday for the Sunday game. So with the Rams, because I'm convinced Jeff Fisher wanted to enjoy London, and that's why he's my guy. We got out there a little bit earlier. Doug Peterson and uh, the Eagles, you know, they were on some like sleep science shit where it's like you, you want to be dropped right into the time zone. Like, fuck trying to acclimatize, right? Or adjust. Doug's thought or whoever was making those decisions thought the sports science department land on like a Friday night and I could not stand that or whatever it was. It was a Friday or whatever it was. London, good castles culture mm, fuck yeah shit like that like accents meeting new people uh bad Boy. slow grass everywhere like you can't get fast grass i mean and then when you get to the soccer field uh it's too slick it's short 
because they like that thing to be slick and like partially wet. It's like uh, their grasses are totally different. And I mean that in every sense of the word. Can't go good weed in London. I'd be like, I'm sure you can, but <laughs> it's hard to find good, good bud in London. If you're not British, the cons, the time zone sucks. As a player, you're never, you're never quite, it always feels like dusk because it's all overcast there, like perpetually. And you're kind of messed up from a time zone s- standpoint. The food is terrible. Like I can't even cape for y'all's food. It's bad. Like, Beans. It's just bad, dude. It's like medieval food. Mash. You're eating medieval food in London. So Rasul, I'm red lighting that that trip sucks. It only sucks when you lose. Try getting drunk in London after game is a lot of fun. Hey, at this particular stadium, yeah. Over is uh, four and one. Okay, remember I'm that on it. for okay for Sunday. That's good. I like that. Well, thirty-one thirteen action. I don't yeah, know I love what the that. total is. Total's 41. 41. It's a 41 ass total. I'll go over. Okay. Danny Dimes throws a pick six. Uh, fucking Davis Webb throws yeah. a pick six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and today we got news that uh, Washington commander Brian Robinson is returning to practice. He's designated returning to practice on the 28th of uh, August. Uh, he was shot multiple times in a robbery attempt and, uh, he is now back at Washington Commanders practice. We saw a couple videos of him participating in drills off to the side, uh, healing, but now he is back. Okay, a bullet went into his skin. Like how long ago? August 28th. Six weeks. Six weeks ago. Got shot by a bullet. And he's out there playing football. I mean, he's not playing football yet, but he's running around, right? And he's going to, I mean, like, had I been shot, and I cannot imagine getting shot, uh, I had a retired. I'm like, I'm going home now. Got shot. Uh, but this dude's playing football less than two months later. Pretty remarkable. Yeah, hockey, your move. NFL comeback player of the year odds. Current as of right now. Saquon Barkley minus 110. Brian Robinson, number two, at plus 750. So I'll, I'll say this again. I thought fantasy football turned people into shit packs. Remember when Brian Robinson got shot and everybody was like, Hey, anybody in the group chat have any information on how quick people recover from a gunshot? And I was like, damn, fantasy football fucks people's heads up. But gambling now, this was the only feel-good, serious part of the pod. And you were like, you know those odds for comeback player of the year? That's They've fine. shot up. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, you did. God damn it, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. I didn't. On that topic, can I make a, a petition for Minnesota Vikings coaches to stop talking like all due respect. Cause I, I, they're a good football team and I know some of the coaches it turns out. Okay. Um, but do you remember when, when, uh, so Jalen Twyman was shot and, uh, he's good now. Right. And they, they just, I guess, released him in M- Minnesota Vikings, DC, Ed Donatel on Jalen Twyman. His story is not over. He's going to get some more shots. Oh, I think God. he has, still has a good future ahead of him. <laughs> Ed. Ed. Come on, Ed. To be fair, you you, you kind of just, did, just it. did it. I just did it. That's the point, though. Yeah. But, you know, like, I'm not a minute. You know, I'm not on the, you know. Yeah. Uh, tough. Tough deal. I just Ed Donatel the, the situation. You did. And then do you Donatel remember Jalen Rager when he went to Minneapolis and one of the coaches was having a conniption over how he was built? And the quote was, uh, you know, like he's uh, 
very stout, cocky built guy. He's really narrow. He's got thick, strong legs, big glutes, really nice calves. You know, again, I salivated over the guy. <laughs> you remember that quote? Yeah. yeah. Narrow okay. and thick, yeah. That's one of my good buddies that said that. Nice. Who? Matt Daniels, dude, special teams coach for the Minnesota uh, Vikings. Obviously, we're not as close as we once were because I would have fucking remembered it right off the bat. But that's right. It was one of those oh my God moments this morning when I was like, let me go back and see that quote. Matt Daniels, who I want to shout out, is one of my favorite dudes that I played with. Funny-ass quote, Matt, if you're hearing this third-hand. Hilarious. We would have really gotten on you in the Rams um, training room for that quote. But he was a fucking thumper, dude. Matt Daniels would take people's heads off, man. Like, And he was Duke guy. Brilliant cat. Really great teammate and somebody who you would absolutely love. I love Matt Daniels, and that's funny as fuck that I found out today that that was him that was salivating over uh, Jalen Rager. So Vikings coaches, man. Just like, you know, maybe the the communications guy should brief, you know, Ed Donatel. I guess I should be briefed. I recently received my Helix mattress, and I'm obsessed with it. Helix Sleep provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's what I like to do. That's why they offer a 100-night risk-free trial. I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with the Helix Midnight Mattress. My Helix mattress is a huge upgrade over what I used to have. The mattress is soft but still supportive and I'm falling asleep right away. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. And if you decide it's not the best fit, you're welcome to return for a full refund. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Helix also supports military, first responders, teachers, and students by giving them a special discount on site. So go to helixsleep.com slash greenlight. With Helix, better sleep starts now. We had some news the other day. Two folks very much in the public sphere were uh, both looking for divorce attorneys, Tom Brady and Giselle, Giselle Bundeshin. <laughs> were you not, not like that? You're not meeting her, Reed. Yeah, that's okay. I'll pass. But... Oh. I know, well, for he's Tom Brady, no who who are people you don't think Tom Brady would pass for? Matchmake, Tom Brady. Well, I think the body's still warm, so I'm on the fence about matchmaking Tom Brady. But fuck it, Taylor Swift. But fuck it, indeed, I have Taylor Swift. No way. Thirty-two years old. Swifty. Sweet spot for Tom. This guy's found all the ways to stay young. You know what? The best way, not the best way. I wouldn't know. But the, the most effective way to stay young for a man is date a younger woman. And that sounds terrible to say, but it's true. You know, she'll keep you young. She's got high energy. She's not going to put up with you acting old. Y'all both want to take over the world. Tom, they both want to take over the, the world. They got, their own, they got their own careers. Yeah. And uh, if there's a breakup, we'd get art. We'd get yes. great art. Yes. You know, so for a guy that's found the fountain of youth in every way, 
Here's the next one. I Taylor Swift also had uh, Fran Drescher is single, which I didn't <laughs> I didn't know until today. Fran Drescher, of course, of uh, nanny fame. I like the. <laughs> We do the gal from Mama's family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if she's with us or not. Oh, fuck. She's with all the astronauts. Well, that, she might that went be with to us. The moon. And listen, Leela Melvin's our guy. He's he's not into. Look, my shirt right now says we landed on the moon. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. In parentheses, it should add fifty-one years ago. Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> like there's an asterisk next to it. So. Yeah, that's interesting we had the same one. Yeah. yeah, but I just wish happiness, honestly, for both people, and I hope people don't pry too much, man. I mean, fuck, I hope they don't get a divorce if they don't want to. I hope they work it out, and if but they, it's their fucking business, dude. What if they want to? You do hope they do? Well, if they want to, I hope they never, I hope they get divorced. Amic- amicably? Or? Amicably. Okay. Okay, and I hope Tom plays really well this year, but I hope that the the win total... <laughs> he hits just under that. I hope they win 11 games. Or 11 and a half even. No, just 11, yeah. <laughs> 11 and a quarter would be fine. Okay. That's what she said. <laughs> and then when she, as she walked to Wim and Yama's room. Okay, so 11 and a quarter would be fine. And then he can go do whatever the fuck he wants in the playoffs. The Eiffel Tower. The what? The Eiffel Tower. Yeah, got it. The Eiffel shooting guard. Eiffel power forward, bro. And we'll match make a couple other tungsten things here. Some top colleges and new coaches. What do you have for uh, college football? Some coaching vacancies. I'm glad you asked, Cowboy. <laughs> Wisconsin, no brainer. Jim Leonard, he's right there. I'll, I'll I'll run through these. Nebraska, Lance. However, we say your last name, Leopold at Kansas. All right. There's some ties. Arizona State, here's one for you. Tom Herman, been on the sideline a little bit, a little bit of perspective. Maybe won't care so much as the others that uh, sanctions are coming. Mm -hmm. Colorado, Bronco Mendenhall. He likes horses and mountains. (laughs) Georgia Tech, Jamie Chadwell, Coastal Carolina. It's time to stack up into the big leagues. And I say that lightly because the Atlantic Coast Conference is is a struggle fest right now. Matchmaker. Bang. College football edition. I'll go Ed, Ed Ogeron <laughs> at Wisconsin. Perfect. I'm just going for the worst fits that's, possible. That's a great cultural fit. Uh, yeah. And then I want um, Mangino. Yeah. Mark Mangino is alive. Good. Love that guy. How about Nebraska? So I'm just doing the worst fits possible. Kansas, Nebraska. It's never been a good thing between those two. Mm-hmm. How about Arizona State in a surprise development? Herm Edwards. <laughs> Run it back. Run it back. I like it. You know, the, for the, the way I hope that Tom and Giselle get back together, I hope Herm and Arizona State get back together. What if Herm's like, hmm, good offer, but I'm not so keen on all these sanctions coming down the pike. I'm going to pass. <laughs> That'd be dope. That'd be dope. I don't want that for anybody, like coaching in Tempe. That just, it's, you got a big rock on the side of your stadium. And nobody cares. You Can't know? go to bowl games. Nope. Uh, Colorado, I got nobody. Yeah, I agree. Bronco Mendenhall, and who's the fifth team? Georgia Tech. Oh, Georgia Ram Tech. And Rack. Fuck it. Let's in the spirit of running back. Let's go, Paul Johnson, dude. Yeah, that's a good call. Okay. Somebody needs, needs to, to change the Arizona State Sun Devils name. Speaking of offensive, <laughs> yeah, names. the Suns. Yeah, I know the Devils killed many people. Evidently, Sun kills a lot of people. That's what you. The Sun Devils name just the needs to be the killer. Devils, dude. 
Honestly, think about that. Say it again. The Sun Devils just the the Arizona State Devils. Like the New Why the New Jersey Devils hockey club skated? I didn't mean to say skating. Because the (laughs) devil hasn't killed anybody, but the point is the sun, melanoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skin cancer, same thing. Sunburn, Mm -hmm. eventually the same thing. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Fucking, it's hot. Your car's hot, dude. My car's hot. People got to buy those fucking, those tin foil bikinis for their cars, dude. People are still using those. Heat exhaustion. Because it's hot. Heat exhaustion. Yeah. Global Looking warming. global warming. Jesus, we're going <laughs> right, to die, man. Right, right, right. Ice caps and such. New Jersey yeah. Devil lives in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. Yeah, so they got they skate because of that. Because it's like like a chupacabra. It's like a mafia chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Like the what? cartel has a chupacabra. Mafia has a New Jersey Devil. Most famous episode of Sopranos, Sopranos is called Pine Barrens. Pine Barrens. Y'all are thinking of, of Seinfeld with Putty. <laughs> you got to support the team. So... I'm just saying the sun's got some explaining to do. Florida, mm-hmm. Sunshine State. The Phoenix Suns, that's... Their owner is a bad guy. Right. Formerly. Phoenix Moons. Why is nobody the Moons? Hey, that's a good fucking question. Thank you. Now we're cooking with gas. All right, let's go. Maybe if the moon had better PR, we'd be landing we'd be on there, it. there, dude. Exactly. More. And we'll do another matchmaker here. James Bond... Needs a new uh, front man, a new starring man. Daniel Craig wrapped up his last appearance in uh, No Time to Die. Who are you all going to match make with James Bond? Who's the new James Bond? Okay, so Matt's a big James Bond fan. Yeah. I actually haven't seen enough of the movies, but in the spirit of running it back, let's do uh, Daniel Craig's retiring, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. You said that. And so is ageism, because we're going to go backwards. Uh, in the new Bond called Old Finger, uh, <laughs> we're going to deep fake Sean Connery. Wow. Yeah, you, ageism is so dead that we're going to put a dead guy in Bond, dude. This is a statement for all the old actors everywhere. everywhere. They're going to reanimate Sean Connery. You, they can do anything now. We could do another movie with Sean Connery. Dead, by the way. So I did an Instagram post over it because <laughs> of Indiana Jones, not because of this bullshit. No offense. Y'all circulated a, uh, <laughs> I love a, that movie. a link. Did you not? Yeah, a, we did. Of potential replacements. Uh, basically just a link of hot guys. <laughs> yeah. Which. So you want somebody ugly to be Bond? No, unfortunately oh, I want all hot guys. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um, but I'll go older than usual for a Bond. Yeah. Idris Elba. Yeah, for sure. Is he older than usual? Yeah. Yep. He's 50. Most Bonds are like mid-30s. But most Bonds are white. Exactly. Yep. So we're going dead. We're going non-white. We're going old. Well, also, black dudes age well, man. Like, Idris Elba probably looks younger than me in person, bro. So, yeah. Henry Cavill. Hot guy. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a fellow named um, James Norton who's a hot enough guy. James Norton, huh? Yeah. But I'll go off the board here. A little representation for people who look like me. Uh, this this Dom Gleason cat who was the serial killer who loves Kenny Chesney and the TV show directed Somebody by Chris Somebody sent Long. me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you say his, um, his first name. Matt's um, got to be on it. I don't know, but you're hyped about this one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I mean, he, he normally looks like... 
you bro, know. this guy's super rich. He, this is the tip of the iceberg for his ugliness. Google image search. Look at that. He could be a bond. He's no, got, he couldn't, he's bro. Got lines. That's, he's made up, bro. There's a bunch of people working on that guy day and night to make him not look like fucking Carrot Top. Okay? You're better looking than this guy, man. Really? Yeah. Thanks. I don't think so. But thank no you. No offense for to this that. guy. I mean, he's a good looking guy just like you, but you're better looking than this guy. That's he's really got all nice. this. You, you don't have a bunch of fucking people at your disposal to make you look awesome. Ain't that for you sure. walk in here, you just were at a at a fucking house, dude. Yeah. Speak of the devil, I think um I think I, I look a lot worse in this studio. I've been looking at the clips on the internet. Yeah. Maybe we could do something better about the lighting, li lighting or, or get hair and makeup in. Anyway, I think this cat and it's pronounced Downal. Downal? Yeah, which I don't know how you get there. Downal Gleason. My but man. You're really gonna suggest an Irishman to play James Bond? Oh, he's Irish. He's definitely gonna be hotter than you. Most chicks are gonna definitely Yeah, because he got the accent and stuff. Sorry. Do you have another? John C. Riley. Because <laughs> you know, you were like, oh, there's too many good looking motherfuckers. Not that John C. Riley isn't a handsome devil, but wouldn't it be funny if he played Bond. No, honestly, I think uh, t Tom Hardy, uh, Ed Hardy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dwight Howard had an Ed Hardy T-shirt on the other day on all all the smoke, and I was like, damn, I didn't know we were doing that still. But we Tom, were in college for that. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was a bad bad phase. Uh, Tom Hardy just seems like Bond to me. Yeah, if you're going with like standard British white guy, because he is British. I'm kind of shocked you didn't recommend Timothy Chalamet. That was. The it's Chalamet. How about Stetson Bennett? How about how about Sam Hartman? RuPaul. Progressive. Well, I mean, is it? Why? Why is that aggressive? Progressive. Progressive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love his face. Oh, is it? <laughs> so we casted Bond and you know, that Pierce Brosnan was great in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Hey, can I tell you something? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to ask you. Over under on all the bonds, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven bonds so far. I'll give you over under three, dead or alive. I don't really... I'll say... Matt, don't, Matt just tell me. I'll say four are dead and three are alive. Four are dead, three are alive. Is that right? wrong you would be correct is that right yeah good job hey. yeah the guy no no no, no i had it i had it mixed up Shit. four are alive three are dead sean connery dead dave david niven dead roger moore dead george lazenby is 83 years old yep he was only in one damn dude he really knows his bond well we'll take care everybody day's not over george oh no, it's over oh for <laughs> us it is uh, <laughs> Make sure George makes it through the night, or else. Yeah. If well, this if George passed away, let's just say George died. We are sorry. We would be sorry, but we would also be more popular. Be a hell of a social. Take care, everybody. <laughs>